Friday, 18th of August, 2023. So not only is this trade of ours in danger of falling into disrepute, but also the temple of the great goddess Diana may be despised and her magnificence destroyed, whom all Asia and the world worship. Acts 19 verse 27. In the previous verse, the efforts of Paul concerning evangelism were noted, saying that not only in Ephesus, but in all of Asia, he had turned many away from the notion that gods made by hands are not gods at all. Now Demetrius continues with the words, so not only. These words cover what was just conveyed. The business of the craftsmen was in peril. As such, their livelihood would go with it. Instead of thinking about how they could change their skills in working with silver, they wanted to forge ahead with what they had been doing all along. However, he says, not only is this trade of ours in danger of falling into disrepute. The word miros, translated as trade, is not the same as in verse 25. This word signifies a portion or a share. Demetrius is riling up the men because their piece of the pie was in jeopardy. Also, the word apelegmos, translated as disrepute, is seen only here in the New Testament. The meaning is that it would be exposed, refuted or brought into contempt. Therefore, Demetrius's words are based on the words of the previous verse that they are not gods which are made with hands. Any simpleton could walk by armed with this knowledge and see that the smiths were there pounding out little idols one after another. But despite being on a much larger scale, the same was true with what the little idols were based on. That is seen in his next words. But also the temple. No matter how big and majestic a temple may be, no matter how much awe and wonder there may be at the intricacy of it or the splendour it contained, it was still just a temple. A temple, when rightly considered, was just a bigger version of that which is made by hands, whether small or large, hands had fashioned it. Thus it was, by default, constructed by human effort. Solomon acknowledged this at the erection of the temple. But will God indeed dwell on the earth? Behold, heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain you, how much less this temple which I have built. 1 Kings 8, 27 Regardless of what the purpose of the temple was for, Solomon was the one to have built the temple of the Lord. Both Stephen and Paul refer to the truth Solomon spoke out as well. However, the Most High does not dwell in temples made with hands, as the prophet says, Heaven is my throne, and earth is my footstool. What house will you build for me, says the Lord, or what is the place of my rest? Has my hand not made all these things? Acts 7, 48-50 And God, who made the world and everything in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands. Acts 17, verse 24 in the case of the temple at Ephesus, Demetrius says it is the temple of the great goddess Diana. Again, as in verse 1924, it should read Artemis. It is the Greek name of the goddess. Scholars note that the term the great goddess is an epithet that has been found on many coins and medals of the city. What is important to the argument being set forth 
is that the worship of Artemis means the supposed existence of more than one god. This is also a concept opposed by Paul. Therefore, if Paul's words were believed, and he proclaimed just one god, then Artemis must be a false goddess. Demetrius's words would mean that if people logically thought through what Paul was saying, their goddess may be despised. These words literally read, to be reckoned for nothing. If the god Paul proclaimed is the one true god, then the temple where the goddess Artemis was located was an edifice of vanity. That falls in line with Solomon's words concerning the temple in Jerusalem. God is not limited to a single temple made by human hands. Only the purpose of the temple in Jerusalem was what made it different. It was a place to focus attention on the God who could not be contained within it. On the other hand, the temple of Artemis was erected to contain the goddess within. When it was realized she was not a goddess, the temple would then be reckoned for nothing and her magnificence destroyed. Here a play on words is made, a harmony of wording between the great goddess, Megales Thias, and magnificence, Megaliotetos, is seen. In essence, Demetrius is saying that the great goddess would lose her greatness. But if she was so great, how could she lose her greatness? As for the word translated as destroyed, it means to take down, dethrone or depose. It is the same word used concerning Jesus being taken down from the cross four times in the Gospels and Acts, such as in Luke 23, 53. Then he took it down, wrapped it in linen and laid it in a tomb that was hewn out of the rock where no one had ever lain before. As for Demetrius's words concerning Artemis, he next notes of her whom all Asia and the world worship. Of this, Matthew Poole notes, quote, Though the Romans might worship any god of those multitudes, which they allowed, yet they might leave their estates only to a very few amongst them. But Diana of the Ephesians was one of those few, end quote. As this is so, the money that came to this temple would have been exceedingly great. As such, it made great profits for the artisans that worked for her name. An entire industry was in jeopardy. This is the crux of the matter at hand. Life application. The place where the church meets often inappropriately takes the place of the purpose of the building. In other words, the difference between the temple in Jerusalem and that of Artemis was noted. One was for the central worship of God, who cannot be contained within the temple. The other was for a place of false worship of the false goddess that was contained within it. When the church gathers to meet in a particular location, it is not because God is more there than anywhere else. It is because those believers are sealed with the Spirit and they are uniting to worship the God that transcends all things. However, this notion is often lost in the minds of believers. Too much focus is on the building itself or the things contained within it. This can take our eyes from where they should be. Let us remember that whether we meet in a little church with no frills, in an open air forum, or in a big church with all kinds of fancy stuff, 
The purpose of gathering is to worship the Lord, to study his word and to jointly praise and petition him. The externals will all fade away, but the glory of the Lord will remain undiminished forever. Thus says the Lord, Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you will build me? And where is the place of my rest? For all those things my hand has made, and all those things exist, says the Lord. But on this one will I look, on him who is poor and of a contrite spirit, and who trembles at my word. Isaiah 66, 1 and 2. Glorious God Almighty, how good it is to be in your presence and to acknowledge you in spirit and in truth. May our hearts and minds be focused on your splendor and beauty. May our hearts be directed by your word and may our lives be lived in a manner that will glorify you for all our days. Amen. There is a danger that our business will lose its good name. But there is also another danger. People will begin to think that the temple of the great goddess Artemis is not important. Her greatness will be destroyed and Artemis is the goddess that everyone in Asia and the whole world worships. Acts 19 verse 27